This is the Business of Apps podcast, bringing you actionable insights from the leaders of the global app industry and the world's fastest growing apps. You can find more app news, data and analysis over at businessofapps.com. Welcome to the Business of Apps podcast. On this show, we invite app industry professionals to cover various topics. We promise to do our best to keep it both insightful but brief. In this episode, we have Jenny Lewis, Senior Manager, Customer Insights at Airship. Jenny, welcome to the BSFS podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Terrific. Thank you for coming. All right. Imagine you have a bakery shop. I'm sorry if you listened to this episode before your lunch, but it will help me to make my point. Anyway, you see people coming through the door every day. Some of their faces are familiar to you. Great, they've become your recurrent customers. Now, as much as you like to see familiar faces and possibly become pals with these people, it's not the end of the story. Your recurrent customers make your business financially stable and predictable. Now, switching to mobile apps, each day you're selling your quote-unquote donuts in hundreds, and given how much you're investing in attracting new users, you really need to have recurrent customers. Acquiring a new user can be as five times as expensive as retaining an existing one, on average. And in this episode, we have Jenny to tell us about app retention. But first, Jenny, let's kick off this conversation about uh, app retention with talking about you a little bit. Tell us about yourself, please. Yeah, absolutely. So I lead the customer insights function at Airship. Um, we are focused in the research on economic impact and uh, quantitative results. So helping brands that we work with figure out, are their mobile app strategies working? And then how to tweak and, and adjust based on the data. All right. So um, first, things, first things first. Let's define a 30-day app user retention. This is quite popular uh, metric for app marketers. So what is its definition? Yeah, absolutely. So the 30-day retention means the people who 30 days after their download are coming back and opening your app again. So just very simply, you download it on the first of the month, on the 30th of the month, you've come back and opened it back up, that you would then count as a as a retained customer. And that's a it's a rolling number. So we look at it, you know, 30 days from each person's install. Now I always wonder there's a you know small wrinkle in this definition. Are we talking about meaningful action or just open the app? Are we trying to count something like, you know, opening a message, placing an order, registering for uh, some platform, or just opening the app, like, you know, you're getting that message from LinkedIn, you think it's maybe something important. No, that's not important. It's just the message to lure you in because, uh, you know, the page you're being administrator for, you basically don't really pay any attention, but you see this red dot, you have to click on the app, you open the app and boom, LinkedIn gets your um, um, opening of the app as the signal and uh, it counts as the third day app user retention. So what kind of actions are we counting in for um, counting 30 day uh, app user retention? 
Yeah, fantastic question. So for this particular metric, for the thir day 30 retention rate, that's just an open. So it's not looking at a high value action. It's you just come back and very simply open the app. Um, the, I'm actually working on a study of install to high value action. So I've, I've done a few pilots with customers of ours at, at Airship that have been really interesting. So stay tuned on that. I can, I can come back and tell you more once it's released. That's cool. Now, uh, what is the average retention rate for iOS and Android as it stands today? I look at them in aggregate. Um, so, because if you look at them separately, the the curve is actually almost identical. And just to keep it simple, I I, I do look at them together. Um, it's eight percent, meaning only eight percent of people are coming back thirty days after their download, which is a pretty huge cliff. Yeah. So roughly speaking, you're losing like 90 people out of 100, more or less, um, once the 30 day period is, is over. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. I, I mean, people may hear these numbers, uh, just kind of skim over, but it should them, you know, really make them up to pause and think what's happening. So now recurrent customer, the, uh, one, time customer, people may intuitively understand that, you know, having a card one is better, uh, but let's put this formula in numbers. Can you give me an example to illustrate how low retention rate influenced the business bottom line? Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned it at the top of, of the episode, the cost of acquisition, and there's some really interesting data out there around how much does it cost per install. Uh, the numbers that I typically use are from Liftoff. They did a great study about trends in, in install data, and their mm -hmm. average for a customer to, to install for US or for in, in North America is $5.28 per install. So it's a pretty big number per install. And if you look at it from a very conservative perspective, let's say you take you take an app that has, let's just call it 10,000 downloads a yeah. month. So 10,000 installs a month, with, which is a very conservative number. You take that cost per install of 528, your average of eight or nine, percent, you know, day 30 retention, you're looking at a lost acquisition cost of over $424,000 a year. That's an uphill battle. That's uh, um, really, um, I don't know, when you hear this number that the cost to get an app user um, is five bucks. And um, you have to realize that if you're selling Tesla's if you're selling, you know, seats on the next SpaceX, that's great. But in most cases, that's not the case. Your business may be selling something for a couple bucks per customer. So, and on top of that, if you see that you actually people are just moving in, moving out, basically not really uh, you know, making a stop to make any business with you. It's like you have your doors are open, both the back door and the front door. People are just you know, skimming through, like they're going for your app, like uh, through you know, um, grocery shop in a big mall. They're not, <laughs> they're not staying with you for, with their business. So that's 
that's why we're bringing up hypertension on the show over and over again. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, let's let's uh, tr transit to a solution. What brands and marketers should do to fix this glaring problem? What steps should they take? Right. So the data shows that really the the worst cliff is within the first two days after download. Um, so within, you know, you've got the first day that somebody opens and then the two subsequent days. And my recommendation is for brands to go and set up an onboarding series. You, if you talk to the customer, explain, you know, how to use the app, how to get value, get some way for them to get it. Like we were talking about a few minutes ago, <laughs> that, that time to a, a high value action, right? Like some sort of value from the app in the first couple of days, it does give a stickiness factor that's going to help them, that's going to help them retain. Um, we actually show in the, in the data that uh, the onboarding campaigns, you see a slight lift in retention each time one of those messages goes out. So if you're sending on, you know, day two, you see a little, you see a little sort of divot spike in the retention. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's that's my number one recommendation. There's of course you know a lot of granularity to that about how do you make a great onboarding sure. experience, uh, but that's that's uh, the way to go. We live in a very dynamic world, and the app industry mirrors its rapid changes. Your app growth depends on new knowledge and skills like never before. This December, one and only Berlin will open its doors for app marketers from all corners of the world. Go to appromotionsummit.com/berlin to register and be part of it. Yeah, I, I would just add that. Uh, think of it from a psychological point of view. Uh, people may grab your app out of real necessity; they need to solve some problem. But once they get the app, they may be distracted by something on their agenda. You know, their kids may have some problem; they need to be totally dedicated to uh, their you're running for you know any chore, um, and you, you, you're getting you're getting incoming call for somebody that that needs your help, and um, this this short period of time, which like when the app is kind of on the background of their uh, conscious, within this you know one or two days, uh, and you can just remind about the app uh, logically. You're, this is this is not spamming. You're just uh, continuing a conversation with your customers with this short period of time when the app is really relevant. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I would attribute that uh, that chance to actually retain people once you have this onboarding process in place. And once you're done with this two days, you have a way better chance to retain your customers down the road. Absolutely. So, um, I actually like to ask this next question to many guests on my show, which uh, it's a kind of a, uh, asking about a superpower. If we have a power to change anything in app marketing, um, what would you like to change? What would be that one thing? Oh, I think uh, attribution. 
I, I would I would want to make the attribution process more seamless because my belief is that mobile app is influencing a significant more amount of purchase than it's it's getting credit for right now. Mm-hmm. So in influencing action in other channels, um, as a, a browse prior to purchase, for example, you know, doing doing pre-shopping and in the Home Depot app, but then actually going to the store to buy. Yeah, as the app economy keeps growing, uh, the number of sources where you may get your customers through uh, is increasing. And uh, I think this game becomes progressively harder and harder to actually attribute where these people are coming from, especially when we're trying to kind of um, um, meet the both ends from one side, trying to respect people's privacy, which was neglected for years and years. Now we're kind of kind of coming back to this important issue, but on the other hand, we don't want to kill the marketing uh, as the species, like as a system. Uh, so we should try to carry on and uh, respect privacy, and at the same time, making sure that marketers still can understand how they deliver. What are the sources that are, that do work that do deliver customers for the app, and um, so we can even. Um, evaluate which ones bring you loyal customers, which one are not, so you can prioritize. All right, uh, this is the first part of the show, but there is a second one, it's small but cute. Uh, I, on top of bringing an important topic and discussing at the show, I do want to uh, give a chance to every guest on the show, just tell a bit about herself or himself. To, to the audience so people can know them better. Quick questions. Um, what smartphone do you have now? Are you back and forth between t- these two giants or on one side? Oh, I'm, I'm iOS. My whole house is covered in Apple devices. Um, yeah, I'm, I actually just got the 13 Pro because of the camera. Um, oh, love it, love it, love it, yeah. Congrats. Uh, back in time. Uh, what was your first smart smartphone before um, multi-touch uh, screens? My very first mobile phone was a car phone in a bag that plugged into the wow. liner. Yeah, wow, and it had a little features. antenna that uh, you know went on the roof like a magnet. That was my very first mobile phone. <laughs> So it was uh, mobile, but not really mobile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, as much as a car moves. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the, the f- <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that's funny. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's given for us. We do remember those times, but it becomes harder harder to explain your kids what exactly do you mean by phone was connected to your car yeah you were like wait the phone had a corded and corded? Went on That's the roof the of the car i yeah i imagine explaining this to my daughter in 10 years and i don't think she's gonna quite visualize it okay back to the present what if you left your smartphone at home uh what would be that missing feature for you when you're out Oh, express pay on transit. It, you you can walk up and just sort of wave your phone mm-hmm. over the mm-hmm. over the subway turnstile, and you just zoop right in. Um, yeah. So yeah, that would be that would be hard to live without. <laughs> Got you. Um, 
What new app technology, uh, software, hardware, hardware are you looking for? Um, and I used to I used to ask this question, kind of uh, implying um, you know uh, asking for more features, both hardware and software. But now I'm really just asking, what would you like this phone to be able to do? Uh, not necessarily do more, but uh, just to be a better device in your pocket. Oh, connects better to my headphones. I I don't I just don't know why it can't work better. I it drives drives me nuts every day the amount of time I spend trying to like to get headphones to connect to or get to reconnect or get to reconnect. Yeah, that's what drives me nuts too. Uh, when whenever echo uh, noise cancellation goes off and you have to put them back into the uh, charging. Um, case i do wonder what's what's going on uh why 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 still have to do this um so yeah that's that's i totally hear what you're saying all right very very final question before i let you go how can people get in touch with you and get more information about what you do oh linkedin is the easiest way okay terrific and uh, that was Jenny Lewis, Senior Manager, Customer Insights, Airship. Jenny, thank you so much. Thank you for coming on our show and spending this time with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. To listen to more episodes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Just search for Business of Apps so you will find us easily. We release episodes on Mondays. So subscribe and you will be able to get new episodes on your smartphone, tablet, or computer if you still listen to podcasts on computer, which I doubt. And please don't forget to leave us a review and comment on iTunes. It is highly appreciated. And all episodes will also be available on businessofapps.com. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Business of Apps podcast. For more, head on over to businessofapps.com.